He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome, everybody, here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin, joined, as always, on this fine Thursday, closer to an mm-hmm. afternoon, your time. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is so, nice. No, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a fine Thursday. I'm looking it outside. So nice. it's, it lovely. Is like it's 72 degrees out. It's been raining all morning. I love it. That I, sucks. I, we, we desperately needed the rain. I don't um, care. That sucks. We have a Rain creek sucks. that runs behind the house, and it's like the That's most beautiful. full it has been in a long time. Does that, so does I, that fish? I can no. Uh, I can actually like well, maybe I, probably small ones, like super duper small ones. But it's running too fast right now for any any fish to really enjoy it in there. Mm. Um, I can hear terrible. it off of the back patio. It is. Okay, just, that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. Nice. Do you have it a TV? Is. You have a TV out there, right? Or no, you have a TV and you have the uh, the movie theater, the inflatable screen well yeah but that thing? that that like yeah, takes yeah, yeah. setup and stuff that's that's for the kids mm-hmm. for the children yeah it's a rough life children this is your you should actually work for the uh texas chamber of commerce <laughs> and tourism board like this is every time you do this it's like it, it's i would guess your mortgage is probably less than my rent my place is fine my place is fine well, property nice. taxes out here suck is the thing like you poor you thing know. you well, and your 85 inch tv in the foyer and your <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, you have to deal with, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to. Texans. Um, a good way to put it. <laughs> so today on the show, we have a lot to get to. Do we? Um, yeah, we do. We do. Like basketball we have, stuffs? Yeah, we have an, a Denver Nuggets uh, beat down to, to react to. I don't, I don't want to um, say beat down. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would call it a beat down. I will. The Nuggets were in control. It was a thorough beating. Night. I would. Say. I, I wouldn't call it a thorough beating. I would say the ne- the Nuggets never look threatened. I'll give you that. That's pretty thorough. Mm, I wouldn't call it a thorough beating. <laughs> I don't like your characterization. <laughs> um, like it was more thorough than the than than the beating that my Vikings put on your Niners. We already did this on All Access Lakers. We do not need to rehash. You, we got your live reaction Monday night. <laughs> You came on. You were very gracious. I did not invite you, but you showed up. <laughs> uh, had the lovely, the lovely and talented, a good friend of mine, Joy Taylor, was on was on uh, on the stream on All Access Lakers, and you. And by the way, Trudell, yeah, who I have on a lot, uh, who's you know one of one of one of the co-hosts generally. He just popped in too. No invite. Just just knocked on the door of my home and just showed up. Not not actually my home, but you know, hosting. I'm hosting Joy. We're talking basketball. <laughs> I'm getting a chance to make fun of her Miami Heat for the failure of their offseason. Mm-hmm. You know, we're kicking around stuff like Wemby, just, you know, general, just general basketball talk. What yeah. does she think of the Lakers, how they kind of fit in the hierarchy of the league? And you and Trudell just turned it into a... <laughs> like Kool-Aid man. I just rolled on in there. <laughs> well, that's Andy <laughs> Reid. If we're talking NFL, that's Andy Reid. Yeah, you just broke through the wall, <laughs> just showed up. And you know what? I don't... I have to check. No, I think you asked to come up on stage because I can't remember if I've made you a moderator because then you can just show up on stage like Trudell just pops up on stage without yeah. me having to accept it. Had I, I should I was, be. I'm, I'm on there every week. You, you are on. You are I'll on be on there week. tonight. Yeah, you, you can you can hang out and watch the game with the boys with uh, with uh, 
with Shub and Shub and Raj. Yeah, I will mm-hmm. be not on the stream tonight because I will be at uh, Crypto.com Arena enjoying mm-hmm. the uh, the first home game of the season, which we'll talk to. But yeah, I don't think we need any more Vikings love fest. Although I do have purple on, and you claim that's your 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 reason for here. I'm seeing you know I got, I got my little Lakers stuff on. You know, yeah. you can claim that that's your reason for um for your Vikings fandom, but. I don't think we need any more Kirk Cousins. I don't think we need any more Kirk Cousins love fest <laughs> today. That's not. This is not what the, the people want. The Lakers right, lounge. This is not that's what the fine. people want. Uh, but we are going to talk about yeah some of what came out of that Denver Nuggets game. I have been particularly hard on Anthony Davis and have received some feedback. I would say um, mm. for, for being that hard on him. You're going to get some from me too, then. Um, so we're going to talk about that. We are going to talk um, about tonight's game, the Lakers tonight. Like you just mentioned, the Lakers are going to be playing the Phoenix Suns. And as of right now, and I am recording this at um, 12.51 my time. Nobody cares about your time. Nobody 10.51 your time. time. There you go. Okay. It's almost 11 o'clock in the morning um, on the Pacific Coast, on the best coast. And as of right now, it looks oh. like the streak might finally be broken. What streak is that? Kevin Durant and LeBron James are going to play each other oh. in a game that matters. Yeah, first time yeah, yeah, since yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas of 2018. Um, Correct. So, so that is uh, something that I. And I by the way, LeBron didn't for. finish that game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nor did, nor uh, did Rajon Rondo. Sad thoughts. And then, so we are going to uh, we're going to talk. But, about by the way, that. this is this is a this is a week of streak breaking for. For Kevin Durant, see, this is we get to put it more on KD than than on LeBron because on Tuesday the opener uh, that that the Suns and Warriors following the Lakers and Nuggets, it was the first time KD had played in Chase Center in front of fans. You know, after leaving the Warriors after they he tore his Achilles and they did not win that title, the uh, Toronto title, which hey, look, mm-hmm. all the titles count. There's no asterisks with the title; they all count. Um, he had not played because of uh, because of COVID. Obviously, he had not played uh, with fans, and so the Warriors did a tribute video to KD four years after he left. <laughs> so KD is um, breaking all kind of streaks. It's kind of crazy that not only did he not play in those games, but he also didn't make the trip. Like, just didn't show up to the building in any of those games. So he did. So he did once. He played once. Um, but it was there were no fans in the building at, at Chase. Uh, the in oh. the twenty one season. Um, can I can I just be frank about this then? You can. Cowardice. Show. I'm just gonna what? call it cowardice. You just you're calling him gutless. Yeah, like oh. you know, Kyrie did the same thing with Boston for a while, and and like these guys after like, he went like sage the building. Yeah, I, I just you know i i i i just feel like it's part of the the story part of the thing that fans want to live out i think warriors fans would have been in their right to boo him you know mm, i don't <laughs> think of, you boo him i think here's the thing he's getting a statue I, he's definitely getting his jersey retired and he's getting a statue i am you there almost, 3 years you win you win two finals mvps he shouldn't get a statue i think he's statue. getting a statue i think he's getting you a statue. Get, you give everybody statues man. i do You're not like i retire everybody's jersey you are statue oprah LeBron, we had this we had this discussion on on all access the other day. You're not giving LeBron a statue? (laughs) No, no, not if he well, not if he only wins one championship. No, you better be retiring his jersey. Yes, that's not even a question. I might retire both. He can get six and twenty three, as far as I'm concerned. No, I mean nobody should be wearing either of them anyway, right? It's Bill Russell. Yeah, that's fair. But but like I, I I think of LeBron as twenty three. 
I have I always thought of him as 23. Um, also, I think he wore 23 the year that they won the championship, right? So mm, I'd have to look. I don't know. He, goes, he seems to go back and forth just about every season. Yeah. And remember um, when he, the first We're actually going to find out. It was hit like the, the Nike's approach to jerseys gonna, was actually his idea. Like we're going to gonna gonna cycle I'm, through I'm, these. I'm about, to, I'm, about to, uh, <laughs> I'm about to look. Uh, um, Lakers roster. 2020. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I think he was tw- I think he was 23. Do you know why he switched from 23 to six? I mean, no. with the Lakers, not 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 with uh, with the Heat. He tried to do like a nobody should wear 23 because that's Jordan's thing. Mm-mm. With the Lakers, he was he switched from 23 to six. The purpose was so that AD could AD wanted 23, wore 23 in uh, with the Pelicans, and so AD wanted to switch from three to 23. And so mm-hmm. LeBron said, all right, cool, uh, I'll go to six. And then AD didn't put the paperwork in in time, so it was too late for the league to switch him to 23. You mean to tell me Anthony Davis didn't show up for an important event? I don't, I don't know. Not the paperwork, that. I don't know. But he didn't decide. <laughs> by the time he had decided it, LeBron had switched and AD didn't have time to to switch. Because the NBA, because of jerseys and all that sort yeah. of thing, you have, you have to Nails. give a certain amount of, uh, of, of warning. Um, all right, so today, uh, and, and as it pertains to LeBron, what a clip went viral. LeBron, from that. LeBron was 23, by the way, at the championship. Yeah, yeah, so the 23 should be um retired. I'm fine with that. Also, and like, six. I, and I, six. he's better than Kobe and six. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> good lord, dude, <laughs> better than Kobe and six. He's not more important to like Jersey retirement. Isn't a matter of better. It's more important to the franchise. And Kobe is a lot more important to the franchise. Than the so franchise. I think Jersey retirement is better. And statue. I think, I think statue is more like more important to the franchise. That I think they're I both. Think. I think they're both important. They're both symbolic of, 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 you know, that person's achievements with that. That's why I got so annoyed when the Clippers covered up the Lakers, um, all the, all the you know, all the, all the banners, well, yeah. the banners and, and the jerseys and stuff like that. Like whenever those people, you know, those players and their families walk into that arena, they should be able to look up and see those jerseys and those accomplishments up on the wall, regardless of whether or not the stupid freaking Clippers are playing. My favorite and is so, my favorite is they covered up the Taylor Swift one also because Taylor Swift well, they had to. Banner. Taylor Swift has more banners in Staples Center. <laughs> and this was Staples Center at the time. Taylor yeah. Swift has more banners in Staples Center than the Clippers do. They Who's had the most to likely they had team to, to raise a, a in-season tournament banner. It has to be the Clippers, right? Most likely I mean, to in-season if they if they win it, it I, I actually think it'll be league mandate league mandated. Oh, I think yeah, the league yeah, you we'll right. tell whoever wins it, you have to put this up. Which would be funny if it is the Lakers, because I don't think the Lakers would want to put it up. No, the Celtics for that not. minor. Um, all right. So I, I, I want to get back to some of that Denver game and 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 some of the conversations coming out of it, some of the, the lineups okay. and and some of the issues that the Lakers ran into there. And a clip has gone viral um of LeBron James um, having a couple notes, I would say, for the coaching staff in the middle of that game. So uh, here it is. Vikings, let's win this game. My, my bad, my bad. That was wrong. I'm wrong not, I, I, I think I said this last week. Now I mean it. I am not coming on this show again. <laughs> this is it. So at this point, this is the end of our end of our working relationship, end of our friendship, and our it. friendship. 
<laughs> working and our friendship. And by the way, you should keep me here until I have to leave for the arena because this is the last time. This would be a seven-hour show until I have to get in the shower to go to the to go to the arena. We All should right. just talk because this is it. <laughs> no, you don't have seven hours. You have four hours. Um, all right, fine. Then everybody buckle up. And by the way, uh, you know, check out indeed.com where I will be posting a weekly, <laughs> a weekly co-host co-host opening on, co-host. in the Lakers. Line. All right, yeah. 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 All right. I mean, you uh, probably do better than me on Indeed anyway. So maybe this is win-win. <laughs> Here is the actual clip. I do know I can play point guard too, right? Okay. We got a lot of left. I can play the point. With Rui in there, or Austin and TP at the two and three. I'm just out there, just floating around. Your thoughts? Um, so I tell you this a lot, and obviously, uh, you cover the Lakers for a living, and you are also a Lakers fan, so you see everything through a Lakers lens. This has come up um, a lot when we talk about the insular nature of the Lakers and, you know, who's around and who is trusted and all of that. And this often to you and to fans, because everything is viewed through a Lakers lens feels like, or seems to, seems to you guys as like a specific Lakers problem or a specific Lakers thing. The same is true with this. What you just heard is happens in every NBA game always. Um, it's LeBron, so it carries more weight, and LeBron being um, mic'd up. And by the way, LeBron does nothing by accident. I say that on the show a lot. LeBron knew what he was doing. Um, so I don't think it's um, – I mean, it's 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 interesting, right? And it's – it's. I, I think it's good. But like, it's interesting that the league could get LeBron to do it. And um, and I think there's some, some good stuff there, right? I think there's some interesting content there. Um, but I don't think it's like out of the ordinary. And LeBron is a genius. LeBron is a probably the basketball genius of all time, I would say. And I do think it's interesting. And it it speaks to the, you know, LeBron. St- I think it's I think it's good that LeBron still has confidence in his um, ability to conduct an offense, to control an offense, and to play point guard, which he did and led the NBA in assists um, during the championship year. So. I think th- those are all good signs. And I do think it's interesting. You know, he says he's he's floating out there. Okay, well, who is that on? Yeah. I mean, that's probably like, okay, LeBron, if you're floating, stop floating. Because mm-hmm. LeBron can get the ball anytime he wants. Yeah. Um, But I do think it raises another question, which is probably what I think we're going to get to. And this is the only part of it that I think is is meaningful. If LeBron's minutes, and we can talk about this if you want, you know, how much he should be playing. But if LeBron's minutes are going to be reduced to the level that they were um, on Tuesday night, then I think it's a fair question to ask. I, I So I think there needs to be a balance between how much LeBron plays and how taxing those minutes are and what is asked of him during those minutes. And I think like it's kind of a sliding scale. If LeBron is going to play less, I do think he should probably control the offense more in the minutes when he's there. Does that mean less from D'Lo? Maybe, but D'Lo can, D'Lo is such a good fit with LeBron. He can slide over and, you know, play the two as a catch and shoot guy. He's, he's a good enough shooter for that. Gabe, 
similarly, but LeBron makes the point of we have the size, we have the length. I can play point guard and be just enormous like the Lakers were in the, in the title year. So I think it's a question of LeBron minutes. I think it's, um, you know, obviously you can see the trust level that he has in, in Phil in those clips, you know, talking to Phil, but he's talking to all kinds of people in other parts of, of that, not that clip specifically, but other parts that were, that, that we've gotten from, from him when he was mic'd up. You see a lot of him diagramming stuff in the huddles and kind of collaborating with Darwin and saying, let's do this, let's try this. You see a lot of him talking through stuff with, with Torian and some other guys, D'Lo, you know, when I'm here, do this, when I come up, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I see everything, all of that. So I think the most like interesting part of it is LeBron's desire to play point guard more. Um, mm -hmm. And it is a part of his game the last couple years that has not been leaned on as much as it was in the past. I think some of that is LeBron's doing, you know, it go, this goes back to, to magic, putting the roster together um, with LeBron about, you know, LeBron has, has said that he wants a little less, you know, yeah. on ball creation and experiment. But then once, once the, see, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to use this analogy. I almost did it again. Once it gets real, um, what does LeBron fall into, right? Uh, you, we could see it even even last year towards the end when when the, your back is against the wall, LeBron says he wants to kind of pull back. And it said so this year, this offseason, you know, he called AD the best player on the team. So I think it's going to be some push and pull between LeBron's minutes and then how much he wants to take on the burden of, of creation Um in those, if he's going to have a, a, a smaller minute load. So I, I think it is fascinating, but I don't think it's like, I don't know. I, I don't think it's like as alarming as, as maybe it, it comes across. I never thought it was alarming. I never thought it was something that I was like, particularly, oh man, I'm, I feel a sneeze coming up, <clears throat> but I, I, God, that is the worst. You ever, you oh ever yeah. When, when you, and you can't get it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And just like, come on. All right. But anyway, I'm, uh, I'm fighting like my way to scratch. I'm like, I'm like, literally like just like shoving this sneeze back down in my, <clears throat> um, but anyway, I a pencil um, up in there. See, see if that helps. I never, I never thought that uh, it was alarming or anything like that. Like it comes off to me. Um, like the, the last, the last quote that you see from it, right. I'm just floating out there is, is I think what's really set people off um, yes. everything until then was kind of like basketball talk. I thought, it also reminded me, um, you know, you mentioned how everybody is talking to everybody over the course of the game. One of my favorite or I guess least favorite types of reporting that gets done is Team X is monitoring Superstar X's situation, mm -hmm. right? And it's like every team single X team, front office is having conversations yeah internal conversations every single about, team yeah. is having those conversations about that player about you every know, player. yeah this isn't the nfl where certain players get blackballed and teams like you know collude with each other to keep prices down or whatever this is the nba where like the, the these teams if they see any opportunity whatsoever to you know get it get a get an advantage with a player Absolutely. Um, no matter whose team or what uh, team, uh, that, uh, including that guys that are currently yeah. <laughs> currently accused of felonies. Yeah, it, it, like that is this is if this you can is get a way to round pick out of a dude that's been never mind. Yeah, right, right. Well, I shouts to Chuck for asking that question. I don't think yeah, that, that was, was scripted, that was good. 
a lot of people thought that that was scripted or whatever. Um, I just think like Adam Silver is is really quick on his feet and threw together some really good word vomit um, in response to it. He knows he's prepared for whatever is coming, but Adam Silver is quick on his feet. I don't I don't think he was prepared for that. No, he has to know. He has to know that that's I I actually think I actually because Chuck even said like in asking the question. Now, maybe it was part of the script and he's just really good at it or whatever, but. Chuck even said, "Like we can go to commercial if you want to go to." Commercial. No, no, he says we're. Su- part he of- told me we're supposed to go to commercial, but I'm asking this. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that it was scripted. Like he knew it was coming. What I'm saying is, Adam Silver has been doing the the media tour. You know, he's been mm-hmm. going around and doing press conferences and and so. Oh yeah, he, he's I'm prepared sure he's for that. Person. Not specifically yeah. in that moment, but he is yeah. prepared for that. Yeah, I, 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 that I agree with. I, I also think though that like these are all corporate partners with the league and mm-hmm. i don't think he anticipated getting that question from that panel in that from spot. chuck yeah no yeah. no chuck by the way if, for everybody care. who's for everybody who's watching or listening or whatever the question that we're talking about is chuck basically putting adam silver's feet to the fire about the amount of domestic violence in this league and kind of the lack of response to it um in in some of these cases where like miles bridges is still on a roster and um <laughs> after, I mean, it after is, it, hold on it is difficult though right it is like at it isn't to me like in his case especially where he is violated parole okay so so let, let me be like, clear that, that that's difficult. a pretty easy one no 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 it is no, no no on the roster part is i think the the difficult part not i don't think he should be with the team and he obviously shouldn't be playing but until someone is convicted of something I think it is like it is kind of a slippery slope you're on to just like banish him. I think that like I do think he should be on. I think it's weird that Charlotte has him around the team. He's he is currently suspended. So maybe that's why the league hasn't done anything yet. But he also hasn't been convicted of anything yet. Um, So I do think I think he should be on administrative leave. I think he should be away from the team. He pled guilty. And then now he's on. No, 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 no. He pled no contest. Sorry. Uh, and, and now he's on parole, a parole that he allegedly violated. Like but that's the thing. He allegedly violated it. I'm trying not to get sued or whatever, but I, but here's, here's, I do here's think he should where... be away from the team. I think he should be on administrative leave just like Kevin Porter Jr. I think he's gone, not playing, not with the team. I think that's fair. But to say like, how am I, how am I defending these dudes? This, I just, I think it is, you I think it's, I, I think it's a difficult position for, the league and for the teams until guys get convicted. I think it's also a position that can be made more difficult in the league that operates the way that the Lakers or that the league does. See, what do you want there. to put on the Lakers? See, here you well, go. I mean, the, the Lakers have a bit of a history in, in bringing in guys with those kinds of questions, right? Every, we, every, I've, I've every, offered again, up, but, not a specific, not a specifically I, Lakers problem. I cover the Lakers, you know, so it's like, it's like my parents used to tell me, Hey, that kid over there is jumping off of the screen. I, I'm not their daddy. <laughs> I, I, I hear, here's what I will say in defense of of the Lakers. I found out that uh, was it last off. Yeah, it was last off season. I found out about the allegations against um, uh, against Rajon Rondo. Oh, and I don't. I actually I don't even know what came of those. I don't know if he actually. But anyway, it doesn't matter. He was going to get a a an interview um, for the head coaching mm-hmm. for for the role that Darvin now has. And just at the allegations of it, 
um, I shared that I had heard about this with, with some people and immediately uh, his interview was canceled. He was not even, he did not even get to interview. Um, Somebody should aggregate that. That would be a good, that would be a good story to write up. If anybody is leave me out of it. Leave me out of it. <laughs> but anyway, I do. I, but here's, here's, <clears throat> here's a point that I make a lot and, and I get called naive for this point and whatever you can call me, whatever you want to call me, but the league considers itself the progressive league. It has stamped that brand on itself and stands you know by that but, brand. But okay, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you because yes, I do think there. I think there's some truth to that. But that it's like was last part night, of- right? Last night, and and you know what happened in Maine is disgusting and terrible, and I hate that. Like, yeah, almost again. like I'm going to the grocery we, store right now. That's again. something that we have to fucking worry about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But but I, um, you know, after after his game, Mike Brown goes on Mike and 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 you know, shares his thoughts on it. And we've heard Greg Popovich do the same thing a bunch of times. And we've seen Steve Kerr do that. We've seen players stand for things um, in, in their own way. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and look, people are going to disagree with whatever stances, whoever takes or whatever. To, to me, a pretty easy stance is if, if there is conduct against a woman or a significant other that is uh and it, it, it potentially leg, legitimately illegal and violent and all of that stuff mm-hmm. and abusive. That to me is a, a pretty easy stance to say like, all right, man, playing in the NBA is a privilege and sure. you don't, you don't, you don't deserve that privilege. Anymore. So I agree with and, you. I just and, with, well, yeah, really quick, ahead. really quick. Yeah, because ahead. the reason I bring up the, 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 the way that the league wants to consider itself is I'm a Dodgers fan. And Right. right when the allegations dropped the second time. Now, they did give Julio Urias a second chance. Oh, I thought, you were, I thought you were going to go with uh, Trevor Bauer. Well, that, he's another one. Well, but like in, in, in this kind case, of maybe been exonerated, though. Well, maybe? That, maybe? not really. Not maybe? really. Like they they like came to a settlement, but then both sides are still saying that like they like the other person is lying or whatever. So. Are. Which is, you know what? I don't like want to talk about this anymore. I mean, you have me out here defending well, like potential I, I, abusers. I, we're here or whatever. But uh, like, yeah, I, are, I just, yeah. I, I would just, I would just say though, like, it, and I can say this if we want to put a wrap on this and move on to the stuff that we were actually talking about. <laughs> we never. Do. Um, I, I just think that so long as the league continues to um, see those allegations or these instances as mm-hmm. opportunities to buy low on talented players. That's teams. Um, though. That's not the league. That's teams. Yes. Teams. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, teams are part of the league collectively. Um, as that, as that behavior from teams continues, they, they, the league cannot continue to, to, to puff out its chest and say that we are the progressive league. I'm not okay. So I, I do think, I do think that's fair. I, yeah. I mean, that's fair. I would just say that like, to protect itself against lawsuits. I think the league is in a difficult place until allegations become convictions. I do wonder if there is a way to like throw a list together, essentially once these allegations pop up and, you know, for lack of a better term, consider that player a no fly zone while these situations are up in the air, you know, and, and make it so that these teams, cause this is, the, this is the tough, 
this happened again with the Dodgers where they were going to trade for Araldis Chapman uh, a few years back. Um, the year I believe that the Chicago comes Cubs yeah, like, won the uh, like won put the hands series. on his wife in a in the garage, he fired his gun in the garage, in his garage or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, the Dodgers, I believe this, I was covering them at that time. I was running Dodgers Nation, and the Dodgers traded for him. I believe the trade was basically done. Then that happened, and the Dodgers backed out of the trade. Mm-hmm. Well, then after they backed out of the trade for I think the right reasons, the mm-hmm. Cubs swooped in and bought low on Araldus Chapman and then mm-hmm. won a world series in large mm-hmm. part because they did that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he long as helped. that, as soon as, as soon as like, as long as that behavior, and as long as teams see those allegations as opportunities, like to, to, to get a more talented player on their team, like so long as that is kind of the general stance that all teams are going to take. And, and, and this is across all leagues, NFL, NBA, MLB, like, this is where I think we collectively as a society need to expect a little bit more out of our, out of our, our, our sports teams and out of workplaces to just say like, no, you know what? That's a no fly. This specific thing is, is a bit of a no fly zone. So, I don't know. Why that person has this up in the air. That player cannot be on a team. I don't know how you mandate that like league wide. Um, because I think you're opening yourself up to some, maybe, some some answering some difficult questions and you're opening yourself up to some litigation um so i think they have to kind of leave it up to the teams and frankly you there are teams like around the league that and look teams are owned by individuals and and with different values and like some teams will do certain things and some teams won't frankly Mm -hmm. um but the, another interesting part of it for me is like fans. I, I read an article from a piece that was a dude that was a huge, you know, like a lifelong Charlotte Hornets fan. And because of the situation with Bridges and bringing him back and now there are these new allegations, he just said, that's enough. I can't, I can't do it anymore. I can't be a fan of my team. It's my team. Right. And I can't do it anymore. If they're willing to do this, I'm out. And how painful of an experience this all was for him. And I've always kind of wondered about that. I It's not something that I've, in my sports fandom, really had to face um, with any of the teams that I root for. Um, like in, 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 you know, Cal, my college, my, my, my favorite, <laughs> the California Golden Bears football team. Obviously, like every team is cheating. Every team is paying players, right? Guys are cheating in class, all of that kind of thing. No. And I don't really care. I just don't care. Just win. Like, win football games. I don't care. When it comes to, you know, DUIs or violence against women or, like you know, rape or whatever, like, yeah. that kind of stuff, bother, that I care about and I don't want. But if a guy's, like, cheating on a test in school, like, I don't care. That, like, that affects him. You need him. to tell like, me I don't care. that... If you're paying players, Every how about cheat better? Who's great at geometry? <laughs> right. Um, but so, like, it, so I, other than that, like, little college stuff, like, oh, did did so and so, like, did Jason Kidd really go to class when he was at Cal? Like, I don't, whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never really had to face any of this kind of thing. But this goes back to oh, we are so far afield here. But whatever, here we are. This kind That's of thing how the goes, show usually goes. Just indeed, <laughs> indeed it is. Remember what I said? How long I had? Well, <laughs> let me add another half an hour to it because here we are. Um, this I've always thought this like for um, this came up for me a lot specifically when when Deshaun Watson, who 
probably is a despicable human being. It seems very likely he's a despicable human being. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm inclined to believe accusers because I would rather be wrong believing accusers than not. Especially when there's like 27 of them. I like like this note from Gavin. Matter of fact, screw your program if you're not paying. Exactly. I agree. And by the way, here's the other thing. Here's the worst part. Cal's cheating just like everybody else. And still losing. Cheat better. If you're going to cheat, do it well. Um, Who do you think paid Aaron Rodgers more? Pat McAfee now or the Cal Bears? Oh, no, it's definitely Pat McAfee now. No, because Aaron Rodgers was a nobody. Aaron Rodgers was in junior college. Jeff Tedford found Aaron Rodgers when he was going to scout another tight end at Butte Community College. You know what? Never mind. I don't want to talk about that. So it came up to me like Deshaun Watson is probably a despicable human being. It seems very likely to me. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm willing so I don't to go know, but it seems likely to just me. call him one, but yeah, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, right. If you're a Browns fan, the Browns trade for him, like in your lifelong Browns fan, what are you supposed to do? Like I didn't trade for him. Am I supposed to like root against my team? Or am I, just I would probably, to, like, I would I probably have stopped rooting for the team at that point, but, that, but it's been your whole life. Like, yeah, but like, I don't know. The the Browns being your whole life seems miserable. Okay, anyway, so that so seems they probably did you a favor. That seems like a miserable endeavor. In, well, this I can speak to because being a Cal fan my whole life is a miserable endeavor. Yeah. Why do we love that which only causes us pain? But I don't, so I don't know what, like, Ask Jen. I wouldn't, like, Sunday if I was a Hornets fan, I'd be like, oh, this is, this is gross. Like, don't do this. Right? Or if I was a, I don't know, if I was an OKC fan and, and you're trading for Kevin Porter Jr. just to, like, cut him and get two picks and be like do we really need to do this like yeah it's kind of it just feels gross to me like don't bother but i think that the league kind of has to leave it up to individual organizations how they deal with these sort of things because there can be in there can be a competitive advantage to it right like i i think i mean okc got a couple of second round picks for doing for taking the pr hit i think the way that i would handle it and again, I'm not smart enough to handle all of the litigation behind this or whatever, but I do think that once these allegations become public and once these allegations are made of a player in the court of law, um, oh, by I the think, way, we just got, I just got, a, I just got a note that, um, Brad and, um, yeah, and Book are Evan, both out tonight. Yeah, well, I promise we'll segue back to the Lakers right after this, but I, I do think, though, that um, once allegations are made in the court of law against a player, the leagues, I think, would do themselves a favor to essentially say that player cannot be acquired anymore. Period. Doesn't that you know? I I I, I think, think that. Do you think? Do you think the? You think the the players' association? There's no way the players' association lets that happen. None. I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying that they have to be cut. I'm not saying that they have to like not be in the league anymore. I'm saying that the, the Lakers, uh, you know, shouldn't be, shouldn't see. And I, and again, I'm using the Lakers as, as the example, because I cover the Lakers, but like once a player has these allegations and that player is on a team, the Lakers shouldn't be able to step in and be like, Hey, do you want to get them off your hands for, for 15 cents on the dollar? Um, do you want me to, I I'll, I'll, I'll take the heat for the, and and like in OKC's case, right? Because they did literally just do this. Yeah. I'll take the heat for 30 full seconds for the high, high price or for the low, low price of a couple second round picks. You know, like I, I do think that the, that the league would, would, would stand to benefit from 
figuring out and setting some kind of precedent and saying, all right, this is, this is, this is enough of this, but this cannot be seen as an opportunity and, and, and move on as such. Uh, speaking of opportunity, I'm going to take this first opportunity to segue away from all this stuff. That a boy. And, um, professional and, broadcaster, that a boy. Yeah. Uh, Shams Karania did just tweet out that Sun star Devin Booker and uh, Sun star Bradley Beal will both miss tonight's game against the Lakers. They were yeah. both considered doubtful on last night's injury report. Um, and, you know, given what I just saw from, from Devin Booker in that game against the Golden State Warriors, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm sad to not see him play tonight. Um, this does change the outlook of that of that matchup quite a bit. It also changes. And, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear from Lakers fans ever again. Mm, the like everybody not played ever again. Lakers. Not ever. ever again. I don't want to hear it ever again. No, not just, ever again. No, Come there's on. no. There, it's, it's just not. Last like, year's trend was pretty. It's hilarious. not true, but it's just not like it is not statistically meaningful. It is not statistically well, right. accurate. I, we're gonna have to. Go you, back. you do the Jesus get like the stone rolled away for Jesus to play against the Lakers on the third day, but <laughs> Look, no. That, I don't care. I don't care what you you're going with. You it? Think you're about like going. the stats or whatever. But that you're was a going with it. that was a hilarious joke. No, that I was no, that was that's good work. That was good work from you. <laughs> I, I get like twenty percent credit from that. I, I put the rolled away the stone part, but yeah. Um, but yeah, this this does kind of change the outlook of this game, and and I kind and, of yeah, very much so. Um, I the Lakers probably should you know should win this game. Um. It, all this said, Kevin Durant still can go out and drop 50 on your head and, and win a game single-handedly. Um, but given that Bradley Beal and Devin Booker were both considered basically the primary initiators of the offense, um, what do you think this, how, how do, how do the Suns handle this kind of situation? Do they just run everything through no, Nurkic at the, at the high post? And no, if so, I think can, can AD I think just like swallow that offense whole? Yeah, Katie's good. Yeah, I think you're gonna see Katie just just cook. Um, and luckily for the Lakers, they have when it when they're when you don't have to worry about book and and Beal. Um, I think the Lakers have a handful of pretty decent options against Katie. I wouldn't have said that if the other two guys were available. Um, and you KD really struggled. Book was was available, obviously, and played very well on Tuesday against the Warriors. KD was bad kd just was bad he was plainly bad um he looked old and he was just bad um and like kind of similarly to the lakers the warriors the warriors probably have better options but the warriors have a, had a lot of bodies to try against kd clay started on him but kaminga and gp2 so for the lakers it's uh, i would guess torian gets the first shot at it um i would guess it's torian on him first but you know lebron will take a little can take a little time and because Nurk, who's a good rebounder and a pretty good offensive player, I think you may see AD getting a shift on him. Um, LeBron can take some here and there. Rui can take some here and there. So I do think it's going to be kind of a guard KD by committee. Um, I think you're going to see a an uptick in usage from Eric Gordon because he is probably, other than Nurk... The only guy who can dribble. He is probably their... their, their <laughs> <laughs> Josh Okogie can't dribble. Josh Okogie was the destroyer of worlds on Tuesday, though. He was a yeah, monster. Yeah, but he didn't um, dribble. 
He probably no, no. He got he got. It seemed like he got like forty three offensive rebounds and and made a bunch of threes. Um, so I I think you're going to see a lot more Eric Gordon, which is does not present such a problem for the Lakers because he is kind of shorter and stocky and uh, he's a really good deep shooter and can do a little bit of work in the pick and roll. But you know, as far as like D'Lo can guard him, he's not gonna he's not gonna just blow past D'Lo. Austin will be fine on him. You know, Austin has struggled against against taller guys. Again, Michael Porter Jr. kind of gave him problems just because of his height so in a similar way to, to KD. But because there's no book, because there's no Beal, I don't think we're going to need to see Austin guard KD at all. I think there's enough just in, mm-hmm. in the front court. Um, it would be, you know, this, this also puts into focus – you know, if if Beal and Book were available, this would be a game that that you would really love to have Vando available to uh, to help on those guys. What's to, going on there? Turn on the... I don't know exactly, um, but he's he's his the heel's not great. Um, I don't know exactly. I have not checked in recently, um, but I I don't know that we're going to see him anytime like in the near term. Um, what that means is I don't know, and I I haven't seen a you know, reevaluated date. He's still, he's still day to day, but the fact that Beal and book are not available tonight, like helps makes you breathe a little easier without Vando. So I do think the, I think the, I think the Lakers will have a fine time guarding, um, uh, uh, guarding the Suns. I do not expect, I do not expect this to be some kind of like shootout, even though, the Suns' offense, when it's fully formed, I think is going to be impossible to guard in different ways than than Denver. But I think they're going to be impossible to guard. So I do. The Lakers should win. I mean, just like simple and plain, the Lakers need it, and the Lakers should win. Um, and this is not a. It's not an easy start for the Lakers. So when you get uh, when you get one of these, an opportunity like this, you got to like simple and plain. You got to win it. The Lakers. Lakers. Ha- it is a. Look, no game is a must win until you're down until you've lost three games yeah. in a in a playoff series or until you need to win or you're eliminated from from uh making the playoffs but as, as much as a as much as the second game of a season could be a must win this is a must win for the Lakers yeah <clears throat> I'd like how the Lakers looked against Phoenix in the preseason um even you know and, and again in that one Beal didn't play in that one Booker did um mm-hmm Oh no, Booker didn't play. Booker, either, huh? Booker knew he wasn't going to play. He so that was the morning. Beal, well, maybe oh, this is behind the curtains. Right? This is yeah. You can aggregate this if you want. I guess leave my other one alone. But aggregate this if you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't use my name. But Beal woke up that morning. He woke up with uh, some back issues that that morning, that Thursday morning, and Beal was beat was bothered it's his foot was like kind of bothered it was a little minimal minimal thing so he knew book knew he wasn't going to play that night he decided early and you know went out and um enjoyed some recreation i'm not going to say that he played golf thursday um because he knew he wasn't going to play so he i it didn't seem like that big of a, a deal i his foot was definitely bothering him um, and he knew he wasn't going to play. So nobody around the league, nobody with the Suns thought it was going to be like that big of a deal. Obviously, he played opening night and played very well. Something probably just flared up on him because obviously Book would want to play um, tonight against against the Lakers. So 
Yeah, it's it's weird. I, Beal is like his back is his back just is not right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a must win. But no, uh, Book did not play in. He played golf Thursday. Morning. Can I say the um, Lakers? But he was good. He was feeling good enough to play golf, right? And then he was feeling good enough to play on on uh, Tuesday against the Warriors and was the best player on the floor by a wide margin. So I. Uh... I'm expecting ED to be a destroyer of worlds tonight. Mm-hmm. Like this feels, this feels like a spot where given all the noise that has come out after, and I think he's deserved a lot of the noise coming out of the the nuggets game. Um, but this is a spot where like, if you can't get up for this and you're playing against Nurkic, Yusuf Nurkic, you know, who's fine. Like he's fine, but he, like in, in, in the early two thousands, he would have been six fouls against Shaq. Um, I this is a spot where uh you know AD should put up like a a 30 and 13 with a few blocks type of game. Sounds just, good to me. I have him on my fantasy team. Sounds good to me. The, yeah, just beat the ever living I and 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 look, like I I I I was disappointed with how he played against um uh Jokic. Uh, I just I think where I think where there's a bit of a a disconnect with with AD is I think um, and it's tough because that, you know, that specific matchup is just really bad for him. Jokic mm-hmm. is just is a very, very bad matchup. No, for he, he couldn't. He couldn't. He he couldn't guard Jokic. Joker. No, just, he couldn't guard him. And and um, what disappointed me in it was that, and I said this to Matt. I, I I thought in the first half, I thought he at least competed. I thought in the in the first half, I thought he at least like went at Jokic on offense and tried to, it did get him in foul trouble, right? Jokic did pick up, they were the only two fouls called in like the first quarters of the first half against uh, Denver, it felt like. But I, 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 I at least respected the fact that like he went out and really attacked Jokic in that matchup in the first half. Um, and then in the second half, he just kind of like, well, this is not going well. And, 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 and it just kind of like disappeared. And I think in this one, this is where you take all of the frustrations from the last week and, and all of the memes. I, he's become like a source for AI meme meme material. I haven't. On, yeah. What is Twitter. that? Somebody, I, I haven't seen that. What is that? I heard about something, but I, I saw, I saw somebody must've put into the application, Anthony Davis, <laughs> Davis serving Nikola Jokic's <laughs> McDonald's French fries. Which, Wait, <laughs> that what? One, that one got me. You didn't see that one? No. no <clears throat> yeah, like it. so essentially like the way that the way that these AI programs work. You put is, anything and you can make it look like anybody is doing or saying anything. Yeah, I mean like it's still yeah. going to look fake or whatever, but like in this case it was it was Anthony Davis, somebody put Anthony Davis serves french fries at McDonald's to Nikola Jokic. Why? Why <laughs> McDonald's french fries? What I don't Well, just like it's just like that's the profession that he looked like he should have oh, been in, in okay. that in okay. that, on that right. night. Right. <laughs> I, I thought it was I thought it was funny. It made me laugh or whatever. But tonight, that's how AD needs to make Nurkic look. Tonight, so, to, like this is this is a night where it's just like. If, do you think he should up. guard? Do you think he should guard him? Do you think he should guard Nurk? I don't think it matters. I, I think he can. I, I, might, I, think he I can. honestly might. I might. I don't. Like maybe for me, I, no, I'm not going to start AD on on KD. I think I think uh, no. I think I think that's a Torian Prince uh, assignment. That's fine. I might put LeBron on. Well, not fine, but like. <laughs> well, no. I mean, as much as anybody, like nobody's yeah, right. fine against Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant's fucking Kevin fucking Durant. Although yeah. He's terrible on Tuesday, but yeah, I might put I might put LeBron on Nurk at first, and then kind of just let 
AD, I probably maybe put him on a Kogi and just let him roam and help against um, help against KD and just try to beat up shots around the rim. Um, my gripe with AD was not offensive at all, even though he didn't score in the second half. I'll get to that in a second. My gripe with AD is he has a tendency of not, and I don't even mean when he like AD falls a lot, AD gets bumped a lot and goes down a lot on, on, um, on offense, you know, around the rim, which is kind of understandable, not getting back, but AD has a bad habit of not really running back. Um, And he's, he's at his size. He's among the best athletes in the world. Just and running, period, he got honestly, and he, he got beat. Like, he get out on the break anymore either. He got beat. Um, he got beat by Joker down the floor too often. Yeah. Um. So that is my main gripe as as it relates to the no points in the offense, and you know, there's this thought out there that you know that 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 the coaching staff needs to scheme AD better offensively and get him better shots. I don't think so. AD got good shots in the second half. He just, they just didn't go in. And sometimes, sometimes they just don't go in. Right. Was he like over six in the second half? If go look shots is low. So that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Maybe, you know, whatever, maybe he needs eight or 10 in the half, but the shots he was getting were almost all like really good shots. They just didn't go in. And so However much that's on AD, that's on AD. That's not on the coaching staff to me. That's not really on AD. Like, sure, AD needs to make half or four of those six shots. That's fine. And he only shot four free throws, which but I sometimes they just sometimes they just don't go in, right? And so, I this is kind of one of those like process versus results thing. I think the process for AD was okay offensively in the second half. The shots just didn't go in, and sometimes. You know, sometimes LeBron shots don't go in. Sometimes Steph shots don't go in. Sometimes Jordan shots don't go in or Shaq or everybody, right? All of them. So for whatever reason, they just didn't go in. But as far as what the shot diet, what kind of shots he was getting, I think they were pretty good. Yeah, I I just... so I don't think they were pretty good. I think they were really good. It's fair to say I would like you more aggressive. You need to get to the line. And that six shots should be 10 shots. That's that's fine. But the ones he got, they just didn't go in, but those are shots he makes. The other thing too, though, is that like, so I don't know if you heard the conversation that I had with, uh, with, with Pete and with Harrison about AD mm-hmm. and, and look, I will cop to like, I am probably way harder on AD than just about anybody in covering the Lakers. I'm probably way harder on the Lakers just in general than any, anybody covering, but, but, um, AD to me is like the type of talent who like you, you should have high expectations of, right? Like, sure. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's like, uh, with, with Jen, right. I am the father of her uh-oh. children. <laughs> I was gonna right. say, well, no. So like, I'm the father <laughs> Where are we going of, here? of Jen's children. Right. You and are. so she's going to have like higher expectations of me than anybody else on the planet, because I have a much greater impact on her life than, anybody else basically on the planet right she didn't, she didn't, she, she, she didn't made a grave error there <laughs> when, when, you, when you were in town i I, I had meant to pull her aside and have a conversation but i was like are you sure about this my dear? i mean you're kind of pot committed at this point i'm there like gnawing sure? on your couch like that's that's the guy are you sure um, about this my dear 
so yeah, I was I but but like with AD, I have really high expectations because A, he is talented enough that I think I can have those high expectations of. And B, because of the role he's going to play within this organization, right? Like LeBron is calling him the face of the franchise and 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 a lot is riding this season basically is riding on whether or not he is able to step into that role as the best player on this team, especially if LeBron is playing th- you know, sub 30 minutes a night. Um, and so like, like, all right, fine. Even, even given what LeBron or what uh, Harrison and Pete said the other day um, and that like AD is that kind of special, he just impacts it on the defensive side. Okay, fine. But he better be that kind of special on the defensive side. And I didn't think he was that special on the defensive side, whether he was guarding Jokic or not. Like well, I just, I didn't think he impacted the game very much on that end. He had, it took him till like the third quarter to grab his like third rebound. So, so he didn't rebound. No, so that that is he didn't rebound well at all, right? Until like two minutes left in the first in the, in the first half, he had as many rebounds as you and I did. Um, and that's not enough, like plainly. Um, especially when your main assignment is guarding Joker, and there's Joker's not going to operate exclusively around the rim, but there's a lot of Joker around the rim. Um, so fine that that that's i think that is the most fair gripe um against ad on tuesday he just didn't rebound well enough he i think he got i think he had seven in the second half i think finished with eight right that number needs to be 12 13 um but when you say he didn't impact like some of that is like let's be cognizant respectful of how just damn good joker is right sure. joker joker kicked his ass he did Joker kicks everyone's ass. And I think that outside of Draymond, maybe Embiid, maybe. I think, look, I'll put it this way. I think AD is the best defensive player in the world. As it relates to guarding Joker, I think he's one of the best. He might be the best option in the world. Maybe Draymond, maybe Embiid. I think I think AD is better than those guys um, in total. Joker's joke, like you can, nobody can jerk card. Like nobody mm-hmm. can do it. I don't, I, and I was advocating you uh, on to, our, you have to find other ways to impact the game. And I didn't think he worked hard enough to do that. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that is a fair criticism. I've, I've, I've levied some criticism against AD. I think he was better than the masses think, but I think that's fair, right? He didn't, he, his line, he finished with whatever, 17 and eight and a couple blocks and Joker had his way with him offensively. So I think that's fair. Um, but I do think it will be interesting to see tonight. Like <laughs> joke. I mean, uh, Nurkic who was drafted ahead of, of, uh, of Nurkic. Joker and they play and they kind of, and then Joker backed him up and then they sort of played together and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And then they figured out Joker's just better than him and traded him to Portland. Um, Nurkic is a decent offensive player, and he's a good he's a good rebounder. But he certainly does not present the the challenges that that Joker does. So, yeah, I think it's a fair ask of whether or not you know the stats are kind of a separate thing. Um, but I do think it's uh, you know whatever he finishes with the numbers he finishes with that is kind of a the variances of the game. So who knows. Yeah. But I do think I, I do think it is fair. It is a fair ask of AD tonight to say like, we need to feel your impact, yeah. right? Whether whether that ends in thirty eight and twenty two and five and four blocks and whatever, 
that remains to be seen. But I do think it's fair to say you should probably physically like impose your will and and dominate tonight. And maybe that maybe that's 19 points and 12 rebounds and you know whatever, fine. But I do think it is a fair ask for everybody watching with their eyeballs to say like AD put his imprint on this game. Yep. That's 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 essentially uh what I'm looking for tonight, especially given that they're going to be shorthanded and stuff. I think uh, I, I I do think that the Lakers should should take care of business t- tonight and um, cover. Who said that? I didn't say that. Um, I have no <clears> idea <throat> what you're talking about. <laughs> and uh, and look, uh, for those basketball you, games. For those of you who want more of this kind of content, uh, by the way, more of it is coming. So I will be on all access all access Lakers tonight with Raj with Shove, and and I'll be tuning in to to at least parts of this game here. Then. Um, for the last five minutes, I will be hopping on Ooh, the Lakers lounges. Yeah, the, the Lakers. Yep, the Lakers lounges. Uh, uh, action or what? What? What is the? No, what's the playback? I'll be hopping on the uh, Lakers lounges playback for the pressure cooker, and then right after the game, we will be uh, recording a lowdown for tomorrow morning. And I am working on getting us a guest for Friday afternoon afternoon as well. So a ton of stuff. Someone, to someone better than me, I hope. Nah, no such thing. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm really nervous about having to go on Indeed and and, and find somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so until uh, until then, until the next time you guys. By the way, literally on, anybody you know? that comments on the YouTube is <laughs> is probably better than me. Uh, that was Aaron Larsoul. And uh, you know what? Have a great day. Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first time.